my doggy treats for me. It's for me, Opie, not you. Sit. She's... She's being a very good girl. She is, but she's also obsessing over a fly in the house. So she's like... Click, 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 all over the hardwood floor. And I need to trim her nails. Welcome but. to an at-home edition of the Rad Broadcast. <laughs> I am producer Brandon from the Rob Anybody and Dawn Show. And as you can hear, I am live, well, pre-recorded from the Brandon Shack. Whoa. Did you see that? Opie. <gasps> so we are currently sitting in our living room on our couch, and Haley got a message. Sorry, we're, we've got a kitty at the vet, so the phone has to be on. Yeah, so uh, that's the thing. So I was about to introduce all of our animals. Sorry. It's okay. You're good. We, we, were, we were interrupted by the phone, which gave mm. us a perfect opportunity nice. to cover our bases there that we will actually be uh, likely interrupted during this recording at some point because we do have one of our older cats at the vet currently. Um, she has some sort of IBS issue, maybe some... Possibly some other asthma. internal things. We, we She's don't know been coughing a lot. Yeah, and I already, ha- I already have a cat with asthma. It's so uh, similar, and it is very similar. And they're very, they're they're re- they're close enough in age where if they're elderly, they're more affected by something. So yeah, but it's the doctor was even saying that it's kind of odd to have asthma onset this late in the day or like the, this late in the game for them. Really? Yeah, which leads me to believe that maybe there's something going on like with some mold in the house somewhere. It's entirely possible. Yeah, now, I mean, now I just need to figure out oh, how to. That reminds me. Find mold inspectors. We got to text the landlord that we're home and would get the shower taken a look at. So. Yeah, so uh, a lot of things going on here. Uh, yeah, so... sorry. <laughs> home life, girl brain. Whoa, we just had to have a quick, uh, brief meeting there. But anyway, um, so yeah, our cat. Long story short, cat's in the vet. Phone might go off. It might ring a little bit, and uh, we're gonna have to probably press pause on the recording. Basically, uh, that's not happened yet. Bas- oh, did it happen just now? Did no, no, did nobody get it? Okay, so we, we didn't we didn't actually get the call right there, but that that was a fun exercise. That was fun. A little improv. Yeah. Um, yeah. Basically, we have to wait a little while longer because she got a little crazy, and they had to. Tr- to you know, sedate her. <laughs> she turned into what did you say? Cheese oh, burger, burger and fries, the cat. Burger. Okay, yeah. so Google burger and fries, the cat. Wherever you're at, if you have uh, the opportunity, to sit down in the Google cave. If you're, if you work little, in the vet tech world, you're probably very familiar with this video. <laughs> or if you're just a cataholic like yeah. uh, some people uh, claim to be on the internet. <clears throat> um, yeah, the cheese burger and fries. The cat turns into this screaming. Play the video real quick. Oh God! I, 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 we got to hear the audio because this is what our cat is doing currently at the vet. Okay. They, well, they, yes, it's a so version they, of this. They called us about. I want everybody to meet burger and fries. That's a cat. <laughs> that is a cat sitting in a kennel. At the vet's office. Not my cat. This is Burger and Fries. Okay, stop. God, that is like blood curdling. But how often do vet it's not that often hear like that it's, kind of screaming? That is a really, really rare situation. He was probably scared and in distress. He looks good. Like in the video, he looks pretty healthy. But every once in a while, there will be a cat that like doesn't act like that with your humans or like 
it doesn't act like that until you start messing with them. And then they go into this like full blown fight or flight mode. So what's probably happening with our, our cat Ellie is that she's probably being poked and stabbed. She's already and, uncomfortable. Yeah, she's having tummy just, cramps. So it's like, yeah. and she gets harassed here and she is not a people cat. She hates people. So she, a little, little backstory if you're just tuning in for the first time to this random episode for whatever reason. Um, my name is Brandon. Uh, this is my wife, Haley, and we have too many animals. <laughs> uh, we have two dogs, a uh, almost two-year-old German shepherd named Penelope. We call her Opie. And we have a seven-year-old, almost eight-year-old uh, treeing walker coonhound named Walter. Uh, and we also have five cats. Six. Sorry, six. He's I'm trying to kill the them ones off. That are, <laughs> counting the ones that are in the house right now. <laughs> My, my radar is only picking up five soul signatures for, <laughs> for the cats. Have you downloaded Diablo Forest yet? Diablo 4? Yeah. Diablo 4 or Diablo 3? The newest Diablo. Diablo 4 hasn't come out yet. No, Diablo 3. Diablo 3, I have not started downloading on Okay, our, moving our, on. Back okay. to the cats. Uh, yeah, that is a complete first world problem. <laughs> Uh, but but so is having uh, too many animals. Yeah. No, but I, I honestly they're, they're uh, really good together except for Ellie. She's always yeah. been very special. Ellie goes way back with you. She's being old. a bottle she's, baby. She's and, like the price of admission right now. Right. Like like it's so like I love her. Don't get me wrong. She's a really special kitty and she has a really special personality. If she likes you, right? And she's only ever the only person I've ever seen her like other than me is Brandon, which I think is what solidified the relationship. <laughs> it's like, well, Ellie approves. Got approval from the, uh, the crazy Ellie. So she's, 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 she's a bottle baby. She didn't get raised quite right. So she gets pushed around a little bit by the other cats. Cause she's, she's just, like she's just out an autist. She's like having a cat with Asperger's. Well, in the animal kingdom, if you are not as well developed or yeah. if you are not at the same level intellectually she definitely on, acts on the, the, the chain of command mentally slow then she will be treated yeah as the as <laughs> such you know it's a little bit but, more intense than it is with humans but here's a twist cats will also a challenge twist. the biggest and it turns out ellie is the biggest cat in our house so on top of being weird mm -hmm. she's also the largest so it's definitely a dominance, you're an idiot, what the fuck is wrong with you situation. <laughs> so it's yeah. a really nasty like trifecta for her, but... And that's probably what caused some of the IBS issues. Yeah, I mean, it's... Going. We went out of town know. for which... We're, this, is, this is really the reason why we're sitting here talking to you, because... Who, I mean, we're not going to... Okay, let's move past the cat thing. Let's just say the phone rings, the vet call is calling, we'll pick up where we, where we left off. And, um, but uh, first of all, I do want to say that I appreciate everybody's patience and understanding. Um, I know that this episode has been a long time coming. Uh, I took a couple of uh, days off leading up to our vacation uh, from doing the podcast because it just seemed like such a, a dark time. And I got to be honest, I was going through some pretty nasty self, uh, I don't know, what would you say? Uh, I, I was, I was self-loathing. I was doing a lot of self-loathing. And I think a lot of people can relate to the idea that when you don't really have control over the situation, you can't really plan ahead too far. Um, or if you're just a type A personality in general, where you, you, you kind of have to be in control of things. And, and it, in the state of the world that we're in right now, I know that the day that we're recording this is 
uh, Monday, the th July 13th, we're getting a lot more restrictions put back on. We're basically rolling back to phase yeah. one here in California. Uh, where we're located. I'm still in disbelief of that. I'm not going to lie. Like, I keep reading and I'm like, yeah, but yeah, right. Like, nah. -uh. Like, and I don't know why. Yeah, because I, you know, I, I, I saw it coming. I knew it was yeah. going to happen. They told us it was going to happen. Yeah, maybe you know? that's just it. Like, maybe, maybe it's like, I'm like, like, yeah, we all saw this coming. Duh. Yeah. But I was just out there, and the mall is still open, and people are out still shopping. So, like, I don't understand. Well, they just imposed I know. it today. They have to transition. <laughs> they can't just be like, well, Governor Newsom said this at 12, I 15 I just, in the afternoon, and we have to do this like, right now. Yeah. It's, no, I know. I totally get it. It's such a fluid I situation. Totally it. It's just one of those things changes where it's like... Oh, it's so weird to be like, wait, I thought we, were, we rolled back and like people were doing these like emergency shutdowns and like I'm out there and like people are still like, go to the mall. Well, <laughs> I'm like, should I be going to the mall to get the shit that I need? Like, I don't. It, uh. It's not. I don't think it's going to get to that point where we're going to be hoarding toilet paper. It's just a it's another step back in businesses and, yeah. and moving forward in the way of life that we know. It's not so, really so much, is it? Is it rolling back to phase one or is it more like rolling back to phase two, two and a half? Because they were like, some places, dine-in was. Well, it, it's, it varies county by county. Yeah, it's not every okay. county in California. So, so it's not, just check it's not with statewide. your own county kind of thing. Right, so it's not necessarily yeah. like the entire state's on lockdown. It's not gonna be like TP gate. We're not gonna right. get to that and, point, but. And, the, it, the thing is, is it's a fluid thing every day. And I yeah. think that prior to our vacation, I had such a bad mindset because I was not adapting <clears throat> to the environment that we were in. I was just more in, I guess I was anger, angry, bitter, and uh, frustrated with the idea of not being able to control the mm -hmm. situation. And, and what the, I think the biggest lesson that I learned during my break, during this last three weeks off, was patience. Patience and understanding, a little bit of empathy. I've always been an empath empathetic person to, yeah. to a certain extent. I feel like I lost a lot of that empathy uh, maybe like earlier this year. I don't know. I just felt like things, I, I feel like... There's a burnout there if you if yeah, but like, it's that's also, why I kept saying we need to shift empathy to compassion because yeah because you it'll just burn you out exactly and so I think I got that burnt out and now I'm at that point <laughs> where I just I feel so much gratitude and compassion and mm -hmm. and I'm so grateful to have the community of people that I have and 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 the, the people that I can share my my world with. Um, and it's just, it, I, so I, I guess this is a long way of saying that I'm feeling so much better now that we had that time off. With that being said, I do want to say that that, uh, that third week is, is bittersweet because unfortunately we lost, uh, Dawn's husband's mother to cancer. Um, and so we had, we took that first week off because it was just time. We just had to, uh, yeah. spend time with our family, spend time with our friends and those in need that needed to be healing. Uh, Donnie needed to, and Gary needed to attend to their family uh, for obvious reasons. So uh, I just want to extend my thoughts and prayers, our thoughts and prayers to Don and Gary and their family. Um, and uh, also, since this is the first day back uh, that, that we're recording from our vacation, um, I, I just want to say that it was so great to be back with the show, doing the show. Three weeks is a long time to be away from the daily grind in general, but being away from this show 
there's something so cathartic about just some things into perspective for you right yeah having the break made me really step back and appreciate what it is that I get to do Mm -hmm. and who I get to work with and and how we get to do the things that we do on a different level and so I'm not trying to like you know, beat my chest and, and say life is great because life is challenging for everybody right now. I'm yeah. not, and so I'm just trying to <clears throat> find that perspective and that light. And, uh, you know, having the having Dawn and, and Rob and Gary and uh, Christina and my wife, Haley, all, all this, this, this great group of people, I'm just so grateful to be a part of. Uh, and Queenie, can't forget Queenie, of course. And so I just wanted to uh, thank everybody for just being patience and understanding with uh, the time that we took away and it feels great to be back so with that said we have a lot of stuff to cover uh, that has happened in the last three weeks <laughs> i think my uh, not uh, along with patience the lesson that i learned um about me is i need to learn how to become a mechanic because <laughs> there were so many instances over vacation where I needed to, I was broke down. I was in broke down vehicles multiple times this summer. I didn't realize, yeah. you know, it, it, it didn't really dawn on me. It was like me. a theme for you. It was. So when, Opie. Oh, Opie. Oh, Opie, come here. That's an empty treat bag. Yeah, she stole something. She stole an empty <laughs> treat bag. There's no more. It's all gone. You know, during these shelter in place times, really all, all we have to do is, you know, whatever hobbies we have at home, <clears throat> tending to our yards, gardening. I know a lot of people are getting out there, getting their hands dirty. Um, fixing house projects. Yeah, we went to IKEA more. when it was open. We oh, did. We did. Old days. Yeah, we did some of that stuff. And uh, but I think another thing that a lot of people are doing are watching TV. And since there's not really a lot of new stuff out um, over vacation, we started watching a couple of shows. I, I think right before we left uh, for one of our trips, we went on two different road trips. But before that, we we just binged watch TV while I was working and Brooklyn Nine-Nine I think was the thing that we watched the most right yeah I see I've always loved Brooklyn Nine-Nine but when Brandon and I got together if I recall it was already out right it had been out for a couple seasons yeah yeah and I I just I think I remember you saying I didn't you didn't want that much Andy Samberg yeah, and, I think like, I wasn't was too much for you. I don't. My my palate wasn't ready for mm-hmm. that much Andy Samberg, and I and I think something has happened over the years where I just maybe I just don't care as much, and I I can get into that goofy mood. But all the, at the same time, so though, much of him, it's it's pretty equal. Exactly, and that's what I didn't understand. Yeah. I, I the way that it, they were presenting the show is that it's yeah. a Andy Samberg heavy show, but, but you it's, stay it's the for Captain ensemble. Holt, like right, he's the best <laughs> character. I don't know yeah, the name him of and it. Terry and exactly they're the best characters on the show so funny and then what's her name who's married to uh who's married oh, to the uh, chick that plays gina jordan peele oh i can't remember her name she's great too she's she's, she's hilarious um so brooklyn 99 i'm late to the party but that yeah. was one of those like great escapes uh for it is for a entertainment. nice escape it's light it's it's nothing too intense yes it's a cop show but it's <clears throat> like the most diverse cop show i've ever seen on the opposite side of that spectrum is the dark one of the darkest cop shows I've seen? <laughs> it's like borderline, almost as as dark as Seven. You know, I know, right? It, it's close to oh, that. Oh, that last scene was like <clears throat> but, what? But when it comes to like when it comes to Seven versus True Detective, there's a longevity thing. She's Uh-oh. having a frap. Opie's getting uh, the zoomies. Fraps, come fraps. 
Was it frequent, rapid, random? random Hold on, I, I screw it up every time. Keep talking about the direction. Show. Uh, so we we started watching True Detective first season. I've heard that the second season is a is a no go. Don't even watch it. So everybody says. I I think I'm gonna stick with that because I don't know if I could taint what we've watched with the first season of True Detective. Absolutely outstanding. I know I'm late to the party, and I know because I'm such a big Breaking Bad fan that I need to go see The Wire. I haven't watched The Wire yet, but I will get to <laughs> it. Um, but I do know that if you have access to HBO and you haven't seen True Detective Season 1, you absolutely have to. And I don't know if you can hear Opie in the background. She's going crazy. She's just rolling around on her back. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Look at that. Oh. Well, you can't see because you're listening. I'll take a picture. Okay. I'll take a picture. You Which, can... by the way, we have tons of pictures to share of our uh, of our shenanigans that we took part in over the last three weeks. Yeah. Uh, but so the start of our, our vacation uh, happened when I, on June 26, I took a, a motorcycle trip with uh, Jeff from uh, Jeff is a friend of ours who is uh, uh, a co-owner and life partner and husband uh, husband of Andrea who runs. Dog, uh, wagon tails. Edit. I'm not gonna mess that up. Okay, just start over from the Jeff thing. Okay. My vacation started on June 26th officially when I took a motorcycle uh, trip with uh, our friend Jeff. Jeff's married to Andrea, who runs and uh, co-owns uh, with Jeff the uh, Wagon Tails Doggy Daycare, where we take our dogs uh, occasionally during the week to get their uh, zoomies out when we're busy with work and you know other things and honestly i do not know (laughs) at the time of this recording i cannot say definitively if they are bound to any of the new shutdowns uh, from the mandates that just came out today do not quote me on that but they are a great service and when they do and i know that they are already set up for social distancing and they don't have to it's not a uh, deal with the the public they're they're dealing with their dogs yeah you drop your dog off you don't get to go hang out they, they, we actually interviewed uh, Andrea and Jeff uh, yeah. a couple episodes ago, and they, they go into more detail about how they're uh, treating the COVID situation and, and the limitations. Opie is playing with the cat now. Oh, well, no, they're chasing a fly. Oh, they're both teaming <laughs> up yeah, on that's a fly? Why you hear, that's why you heard Bishi talking. Come yeah. here, Opie. Come here. So we interviewed uh, Andrea and Jeff a couple episodes back, and they go over some of the procedures uh, regarding their response to COVID and, mm-hmm. and how they are still operating. So I can't, like I said, I can't definitively say at this moment in time that they're operating under the new mandates. Yeah. Um, we don't have any current updates on any businesses right now. Like right. But it, it's l- really up to you to check. <laughs> long story short, I, I went, uh, Jeff and I are, are buds and we went out on a, uh, a motorcycle ride. He, he's, mm-hmm. he's a, he's a teacher in the area. And so he's on summer vacation. And so, mm-hmm. you know, we've, we've been trying to figure out a time on when we can actually go on this motorcycle ride. Cause, uh, when we hang out prior, we will go ride dirt bikes around his neighborhood, uh, just on the surface streets. And then we would go and play music for hours in, in his, uh, in his studio. He's got a little studio set up with drums and amps and guitars. And so we have a good time while, uh, Mrs. Brandon and Andrea go through, uh, beating projects and crafting. and crafting and you know the lady things we're just the, doing whatever while the boys pretend to be rock stars <laughs> so we've been threatening to go on a on a motorcycle ride and so uh, he's got a couple of dirt bikes like i said uh, i think like a 250 and a 350 or 250 and a 400 something like that anyway it's really not that important to the story um so we ended up uh, doing a kind of a longer ride we went from uh, rattlesnake bar at folsom lake 
all the way up to Pilot Hill. You know, we, we went up uh, to Auburn, basically took Auburn Folsom up to Auburn and then uh, down through the, the confluence, Highway 49 up to Cool, Pilot Hill, my old stomping grounds, uh, all the way down to Coloma. And uh, we were driving back and my bike started acting funny. It was just losing power at, at, when I was going up hills and it was uh, when I was giving it more gas, it just wasn't going, it wasn't going, which I'm sensing a theme here. Uh, it's just foreshadowing something in the future here. Uh, but Which is funny, we didn't really put this together until I, just I now. just now put it together. Uh, so I was riding, and ultimately when I get to, get to an idle, the bike would just shut off, and then it just shut down. No start, no jumper cables, nothing. We let it rest for a little bit. We tried all the tricks in the in the book, and finally we ultimately decided that I, I would just post up there in Pilot Hill at uh, the hindquarter house. If you're familiar with the area, you know exactly what I'm talking about. There's like a tiny little post office there, and I think what used to be the hindquarter house. I don't think that they're operating anymore, which is a shame because they're a great fucking steakhouse up in the middle of nowhere. Aren't the best ones always in the middle of nowhere? Usually, yeah. I mean, they're probably butchering those beef backs right in the backyard. <sighs> so good. But anyway, so um, ultimately, like I could, either, there was one or two options. I could ride bitch, leave the bike there, but lock the lock the wheels so they couldn't, so nobody could steal it, and I could ride bitch on on Jeff's uh, uh, dirt bike, which would not have been comfortable. That would have been another like thirty minute ride from where we were to the truck where we, we had uh, parked and shuttled in the bikes. And either way, you were going to have to go back for the bike. Either way, we're going to have to go back. So I just decided, you know what? I got some cell reception here. I'll just post up next to the uh, hindquarter house. Bug your wife. I did, but you were getting your hair done, and you were, you were having some... Uh, oh, the clock. Uh, one of our clocks. It's the top of the hour, people. Time, to, uh, time for the pandemic bailout. I've been on like the it's like, there's like a patriotic setting on this clock. I'm just kidding. It's not time for the pandemic bailout. It's really not the top of the hour where you're probably listening. If it is, super huge coincidence. But we're not soliciting for contesting at this time. Just have to say that because you know you never know with the FCC and all that. <laughs> uh, so anyway, my bike you know, the other bike broke down, hanging out up there. It's super hot. It's like 110 degrees out. It's like one or two in the afternoon. And I'm just chilling there. And, you know, it was it was great. I just got to sit there in my own thoughts, and I wasn't angry. I wasn't frustrated with any of the situation. It's just like, well, this is what anxious. it is. I wasn't anxious. And I normally... You were just like, whatever. And before, I feel like I would have been nothing but a huge anger rage ball, like, I need to get back to you now. Yeah. You know? And I think that part of that, part of the, the ease of, of the whole situation was knowing, okay, I'm on vacation. I don't have to do anything later. I don't have anything to do. I don't do anything tomorrow, you know. So I just I just let myself be in the moment, be in the stillness, be with myself, be with my own thoughts, and that's kind of what the theme was for the rest of the vacation. We uh, spent a couple of days after, uh, just before the third, just before Fourth of July. Yeah, we came home the Fourth of July. Uh, but the the couple of days before the Fourth of July, July third, uh, first or the third, we went out to. Uh, 
an undisclosed campground in the El Dorado uh, County Forest. El Dorado National Forest? Or, yeah. Is it national? Yeah, up there in the Tahoe-ish area. Yeah. But we weren't in the epicenter where all the problems were. No, we, we were, were. We were deep, deep in the woods. We were like seven and a half miles off of 50 in the woods. Yeah, people, there were very few people where there were. We were all properly socially distanced. And we actually went with uh, Andrea and Jeff. Um, and we also took our dogs, Opie, and their dog, uh, uh, Harry, the, the, the wire-haired dachshund. Mm-hmm. Both first camping trips for the dogs. Yeah, uh, Harry is a rescue, and I th- he's over 10, right? He's like 10 or Nine? 11? Nine and a half. He's, he's, a, he's an older rescue. Um, so this was his first camping trip with Andrea. To, to her Josh. knowledge. Yeah, to her knowledge. So that was cool to experience that with uh, He with definitely them. acted like it was his first camping oh, yeah. trip, though. Super, <laughs> super exciting. So did just like a Just like a wiener dog, you know, just always just trying to get into trouble, just being rambunctious, <laughs> being being uh, being a little pushover. Yeah. Uh, trying so to get you sweet. to be a pushover. He's but yeah, so sweet. Super great dog. And uh, yeah, Opie's first camping trip, she did good. I think when people when people take dogs on camping trips, it takes a couple of, at least a day for the dog it's to get day, acclimated day and, and comfortable, you know? Because yeah. we have, they're denning animals and when we're at home all the time, this yeah. is their den. Yeah. We take them out into the great, un, she, great the, the great outdoors, they're not going to be like, well, this is natural. She struggled to comprehend the tent. If you were in the tent with her, both of us, she was fine. If one of us left, she would headbutt right into the door. Like she just didn't get it. And then she had a as she had an episode of Zoomies in camp. In, in camp. And then head rammed her way through <sighs> poor Andrea and Jeff's screen tent. To which I sat and sewed back together. And this was was, just after we were like, you know what? Let's because this is a this is a campground where you have to have your dogs leash. But there there was like nobody around. And at this time, we were all dog people. You know what I mean? Like we all we were all in the situation. So we were like, let's just let her off the leash for a few minutes. Let's let her run, run. Maybe it'll help her poop. You know, she hadn't pooped. She hadn't pooped in two days. Day and a half. Yeah, she pooped this the the afternoon of the second day that's why she was so much better on the last night <laughs> yeah she's pretty pretty calm and, and tuckered out by then but yeah she so gets we, crap we, crap we get her off her leash and she just runs around zoomies a couple circles and then she wants bam right into the the the, what the is screen it? tent screen tent it's not like a tent yeah. no, it's like the tent you put over the i'm oh, sorry it's like that tent that you put over the um we put it over our bench table so you keep the table, flies yeah. out yeah but so you ended up having to stitch it back together yeah i felt like so you bad were, you because were a Susie you... homemaker and you just sat there and you sewed <laughs> always... the screen tent back together well, I had by brought, hand i had brought some beading stuff with me so i had some really good material and i used a type of cording that i had that i will make bracelets with and i just i had some good needles and i just sewed it back together and so you like to beat off in the woods <laughs> Mm, I like to watch you. That bead off joke uh, yeah. never gets old. No, does it? when it, you're a bead, I when can't you bead. say the word bead or beading without him saying it. Like so. if you have friends over I, to have like beading you nights, you bead off. Are you guys gonna bead off? You guys gonna bead off tonight? <laughs> right? I mean, it's good. Come on, it's, you it's say fun. it every time. But it, yes, it's funny. Well, try learning new ones. I, I will. I'll try working on new material. You know, you could learn components and things that would make it funnier. Oh, okay. Thanks for the tips. You know, get involved in my hobby. <laughs> Have an interest in what I do. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do, bead me up? I'm going to string you along. Ooh, good one. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah, so that the camping <laughs> the camping trip was great. We I actually didn't have reception there for three days, which was amazing. He actually turned his phone off, and I don't know if I've ever seen him do that in the entirety of our relationship. I think I've done it probably a handful of times. I mean, like, and I don't mean like he turned his phone off and you know restarted it. Like he turned it off left for it, the night, left it away, just put it away. That was there was nothing we could do. Yeah, like if if the if the because I was running things remotely and I'd set things up so that things would just were scheduled ahead so that I could just run automated mm-hmm. uh, with the with the rad stream. So I I didn't like if there was a day there where it was like literally just over twenty four hours why I had zero idea if anything was okay mm-hmm. and that is I think that is the first time aside from being put in jail where I had zero control yep. over anything outside of my my immediate stratosphere and it was freeing it was amazing and I think that that really set the tone for our next week uh, which really turned out to be quite the trip um, it's like it's on the surface it sounds like it would be such a stressful situation but it like wasn't at all our our last part of the trip the, yeah. the last week i it really like, wasn't that i look back and it's like in the moment yes it all really really kind of sucked but, yeah there but, was like an earth-shattering moment where i was like what yeah but after after everything was said and done i think i i think like i like i i will stick by what i said at the beginning of this broadcast is that i feel like it was it was something that i needed to go through in order to yeah feel more content with where I am, where I'm going, and be at the same time being nimble and being educated on what's going on around me. Because I don't think that there's, there's, a, there's a, a danger in being ignorant to what we have around us, but I think there's also a time and a place to completely disconnect mm-hmm. and- Focus on just what's in front of you. Focus on what's within you mm-hmm. and what's around you that you have control over. Mm-hmm. Because that's really what's important. Yep. And you know, it's it's really tough too at the at the same time be, to be like, oh yeah, well we just we went on a road trip halfway across America, <laughs> where a lot of people don't have that ability to do that right now. Yeah. You know, and and we're we're big travelers, so this is the be- the the next best thing we can do. Can't drive to Hawaii. On, yeah. So we just got to get on the open road, and so. That's what we did. Um, we spent the 4th of July at home just to uh, regroup after camping. And then uh, on the 5th, 5th of July, we uh, hit the open road. We drove straight out to Idaho, uh, Twin Falls, Idaho. That was our first stop. And it was gorgeous. I think we didn't really realize what town we had driven into until the next day because we had gotten there later in the evening. Um, yeah, and we couldn't and see the majority all of our, our drive, surroundings. And the majority of our drive was northern Nevada. That, that's like the bulk of, of what we had to do. And yeah. it's beautiful out there. But yeah, we didn't I, really under... I'd never been to Idaho, so I'd never, I never knew what to expect. Yeah, it's like it, the drive to Southern California from Sacramento is boring as fuck. And you'd think that the drive from Nevada over to like Idaho or, you know, Utah would be just as boring. And it is not at all there is it's gorgeous it's all just like mountain ranges and like sure it might be a you know brownish green it's still so damn pretty yeah i love so high pretty i've always loved high desert so oh, it's, it's really right? not, it's it, i don't people say oh there's just nothing out there yeah that's what's so beautiful about it. it yeah the vastness look at it it's really take cool. it in giggity so feel your place in the universe absolutely so we uh, we drove uh, out there, and actually, you know, I take that back. We did know what we were in for. Once we got into Idaho, 
every every farmer was watering all their alfalfa <laughs> fields like crazy. Alfalfa, potato, and what was the third one? Oh gosh. Oh no, I we knew remember. it was alfalfa. Corn, right? Potato, some corn, but like the three main ones. Whatever. Yeah. So Idaho's ha- be like, oh, it's this. Twin Falls, Idaho, big farming town. Uh, at least on the way in there from from Nevada, and it was just. It was stunning. Like I'd never been through the plains of America or this type of rural type of America. I mean, I grew up up in Georgetown. That's pretty rural, but I've yeah, never. But I've been outside. Have you driven? I, I, the furthest east I've been was Arizona, Grand Canyon. You know that that limit is basically where I've been as far as driving. Yeah. So south, Southern California, the south, uh, southwest. southwest type of areas. Um, so this is my first time in the in the in the middle part it's not really midwest <laughs> yet so you know it's, yeah it's like the northwest no, Northwest. so we uh so we we ended up in twin falls and th- yeah that drive in there was beautiful there's just the green lush just lushness everywhere and it smelled just so good with the water and the fresh it was like crops there and, was a humidity that we don't have here it's it was such a dry heat in the valley and yeah, up there it, it had this super comfortable yeah, it was gorgeous. I mean, it was like that perfect temperature. It was, it was green everywhere, everywhere that you know, everywhere that was farming. It it was, it was just, it was stunningly beautiful. And then we headed from there. Well, that was just a stop. Oh, we did stop at this place called Idaho Joe's. Oh yeah, that was our dinner for the night. We yeah, went, it's it's like yeah, you, there's like a Tahoe Joe's in the in the northern North America, North America, Northern California area. I don't know if they're a franchise. No, or, or I think it's by. just like it, it's just. But this was a Idaho Joe's. Idaho Joe's, and it was just a little steakhouse in in the middle of Twin uh, Twin Falls, and it was fucking amazing. This was one of the best steaks I've ever they had. They had in my Indian life. fry bread, and they that I got to try Indian fry bread in two the, ways. You got the, it sweet and savory. And first time in my life having Indian fry bread. And if you haven't had this, if you have have had the opportunity <laughs> to go to a place where they serve Indian fry bread or or they sell it on the street. It's, get it it's i don't know why like... it's not available in california <laughs> that was the first thing he said he was like why is this not more readily available <laughs> <laughs> it's like a giant uh, malasada sometimes like oh it's so, so good i've had it in new mexico i've had it in washington i've had it uh I, i've got it out in idaho now mm. um you know the best ones are the stands the, if you can find a an, a fry bread stand yeah they they make it fresh for you right there. It's so fucking good. Mm. But anyway, yeah. So the steak was the food was delicious, the, and, and food didn't suck anywhere we went. Yeah, and and that's another thing. Uh, before we get too deep into this, we did have to eat out a lot. You know, mm. we had to go. We took to certain snacks. Places. We did take snacks, and we did take we uh, food back to our rooms when yeah. we did have a room. Um, and so we weren't we weren't just eating at restaurants all the time and there were a couple of times we had to do the fast food thing but you're on the road that's just standard but every time we had food it, all the food was great and the service was good but it was slow and yeah. that's just that's just to be expected in this environment that we're in there's less yeah. people working there's less uh, resources for people yeah, to. Yeah, we ran into a lot of resources being out. A lot of a lot places of were out of food. Like, yeah, like yeah. It, it, the menu was, was uh, there's less to choose from. You know, this is this is the reality we're in. And mm-hmm. if you want to go do these things, and they allow you to do it, like go out to eat, you have to. I, I, I'm not gonna say you have to because this has to be your choice. But I implore you 
to be a little bit more compassionate to those that are working and serving your, your food or in some sort of service industry, uh, you know, whoever your like services are being provided. Yeah, sure. There's some customer service people that are jerks, but for the most part, we're all just trying to do our jobs and get everything done. So don't, I just don't think it's a good idea to target those in the businesses for things that you might not agree on Everybody as far was, as policies and mandates. You just have to be a little bit more compassionate. They're also trying to learn them. They, yeah, you know, they, and, and everybody was very honest with us. I mean, one of the places that we stopped, um, the Gasthaus Cardi in mm-hmm. Cody, Wyoming, mm-hmm. uh, the authentic German food. It was so good. Oh my God, it was so good. I was surprised. I had the schnitzel. We both had schnitzel, didn't we? We had a type. We both had a type of schnitzel. Yeah. Um, you had a more traditional type, didn't you? It was like a cayenne. It was supposed to be kind of spicy, but yeah. it really wasn't that spicy. But it was. It was good, but it was. It was also like one of the few restaurants on the street in Cody, Wyoming, yeah. that was open and because they, of the COVID crisis. The, the only other option was like I think it was a Wendy's, yeah, a maybe. And there like, was there was a Mexican restaurant that was closing. Yeah. Early. Like everything was closed. Like originally what we'd gone there for was the Cody Steakhouse and it was closed. Like, so we, but you have, we had to be really flexible. We had to be very just like, okay, like I'm not going to wait an hour and 45 minutes or whatever for food. We can find something and eat it in that time. So like food wasn't a priority for us in that manner. Um, but we did, we, we, everywhere we did stop, we always ran into the best service. Everybody was very nice. Everybody was very accommodating. Everybody was trying to, everybody was trying to help. I think everybody was, was not just, you know, kind at heart, but yeah. I think that they were just happy to be doing yeah. quote unquote normal things, yeah. being amongst people, yeah. doing their job, but also just that bustle that, that it's almost like, <clears throat> like I'm lucky enough to go to work and, and do the show every morning and have somewhere to go. You have a job that you can go to and you mm-hmm. can do your thing. So you have that time. I still feel like I'm moving forward. Right. We have that, we have that separation of, yeah. uh, we're not just sheltered in place and right. waiting to figure out if we're going to get that check. Yeah. It, so that's so I feel it's buffered. a really, it's... really like conflicting thing. And like, a, yeah. it's something that. I'm still processing and I, I, you know, I think that, oh, I just, I just want to do something to help. And it's like, it, that's where you have to just, just eating at their restaurants helps, Yeah, you know, and like I being said, being kind, we, being kind to each other, it, that helps because you don't know what they're going through. Like the, yeah. the, the German place in, in Cody, they had their, she couldn't have been what, over 12, 13. Yeah. You know, do, the, being the hostess, seating people, and yeah, she it was, was a family restaurant. So they had like their young and teen daughter. granddaughters. Yeah. They had to be granddaughters. Had to have been. And they were so fantastic. And it was, you know, the owner and the husband and the grandkids, and like it was so family. And I all I could think was how much amazing experience these girls are getting for the real world. You know, it's well ho- hopefully it will be hopefully it will be applicable but they clearly had a really good work ethic they, they did they understood what that what needed to be done i saw a better work really ethic impressive. in the youngest granddaughter the youngest girl there than i've seen in 24 25 year olds oh yeah she, oh my it was it was so really competent cool really cool to see such yeah. a sweet sweet family just and i think gives it, you hope in humanity and a lot and a lot of places we almost every Actually, I will say it. Every place we went to gave me a little bit more hope in mm-hmm. humanity. Mm-hmm. And even in the, like, the busy spots where people tended to be a little bit more fussy, like in every restaurant, 
There was at least yeah. one person that complained about the service or, you know, something that they were uh, really pushy about getting the check or, you know, wondering where their food was. Weren't coping. They weren't coping well. Yeah. So, you know, and they're probably traveling too. And it's just, in, and they're just, I don't know if they were in denial that it was going to be like this everywhere. And or, that frustration is real. I get it. But, I mean, I, I, I understand it, but I don't. And that the, the thing is, is recognizing it. it, recognizing it and not allowing it to. Uh, like putting taking it out on people that right. don't, don't need to be taken out on. So, anyways, that was our ex- experience overall with yeah. uh, dining. Um, and just to cap it off, I would have to say that the best Denny's in the country is located in Salt Lake City, Utah, just outside of Salt Lake City, yeah. Utah. I don't know exactly where because it was just south. <laughs> west of of salt lake city but it was the cleanest the most the best prepared food at a denny's i've ever had in my life because it was one of the truck stop denny's yeah oh so good it was so nice too man okay so um that that was our (laughs) that's the food report (laughs) food report oh my god yeah i know good stuff right so while we were in Idaho, we decided to uh, trek over to meet up with a couple of friends who are also uh, former guests on the Rad Podcast, Mr. and Mrs. Horny. Uh, they are uh, they are proudly in the lifestyle, as they say, mm-hmm. the lifestyle. Uh, they have a uh, open relationship type uh, situation, and we, we discussed their uh, shenanigans on on the previous episode of the podcast. Um, but they are actually transplants from California. They retired. Uh, mm-hmm. from their jobs here in the Sacramento area and moved out to Idaho Falls, yeah. not Twin Falls, but Idaho Falls, Idaho. Mm-hmm. Wait, and, and I believe uh, Rick grew up basically in Boise, right? So he has a history there. Yeah, yeah he, he, he had a life there at one he, point. He knew that he wanted to go back yeah. at some point. Um, in fact, is it this week that they are celebrating, or was it last week that they celebrated their 20th wedding anniversary? I think it was last week. I think it was the week after we were there. Yeah. So it was, it was the 20th. They were supposed Oh, so it's this week. To, yeah, I think it's this week. Uh, they were they were supposed to be in uh <coughs> New Orleans or something. Fiji? Something exotic. I think it was Fiji because it was their honeymoon. Yeah. So they're Or Tahiti. So they're celebrating their 20th wedding anniversary this year. Congratulations, Rick and Shannon, Mr. and Mrs. Horny. Um, thank you for hosting us. Yeah, thank you for hosting us. We obviously beautiful house. We, oh my god! We kept our social distance, of course. So we made sure that we properly uh, maintained that. Uh, we that didn't separation. swap. We did not swap. <laughs> we did not partake in the lifestyle. No, but we did go out to dinner. We did. We and we, it was great. It was um, Mexican. Food. They took us in their new Jeep. They got a nice big Jeep. Yeah. Uh, we went to a place called Jalisco's. Mm-hmm. And it was right on the river at Idaho Falls, right at the falls. It was gorgeous. Um, the most normal, quote unquote, <laughs> dining experience we had the whole trip. Why would you say that? Because of the way that they were operating the restaurant. Okay. Like waitresses and stuff like that had like face masks and whatnot. But like they still had like like sugar and sweetener on the table and that kind of stuff. Oh, but yeah. it, it's like... <clears throat> It's also one of those counties in those areas that isn't really impacted heavily by infections. Yeah, they're a little bit more lax. They're, yeah, they're a little they're they're a little more buffered from it. Yeah. So I and it just was like, it felt so normal to just like go to dinner with friends yeah. and like just sit and eat a meal and like hang out. And then we sat by the river for a little while and chit chatted where I almost fell and you almost fell in. And yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then we went back to their place and played with their pooches, Kiva. Who else? What, what Sydney. The, Sydney. And what was the third dog? I, I'm sorry. I can't. Uh, Reggie. Reggie. I can't. Why? Regina. How can I forget about Reggie? Reg. Reg follows. Reggie's so cute. (laughs) Yeah. We. So, like I said, we're gonna have some photos here to post. Yeah. uh, To recap a lot of uh, what we're covering here in this episode. I'm. I'm, It's not gonna be uh, today, Tuesday, when this thing is released. It's gonna be later on in the week because there's a lot. A lot of content. We got videos, photos. We got time lapse videos. And we have ghosts doing something in the background of the audio here. <laughs> I don't know what that the was. The kittens are chasing each other. They're crazy. They're having a session. So <clears throat> So after we uh we, we spent the the evening there <laughs> getting ready for our next leg of the trip, we headed into Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Oh my god. That was such an incredible day. Now we admittedly we got a little bit of a late start. On our day, on our trip uh, to Yellowstone, someone might have been hungover. We were both a little hungover. I didn't say we weren't. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but I know, got up like two hours before you. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was hurting. It was. It was nice to sleep though. Like I think that was finally at a point where we could actually lay down and get a full night's sleep. Um, but we should have left earlier. So we ended up extending our, our uh, time in Yellowstone for an extra day. Basically swapped out a stop for another day in Yellowstone. So I had never been to Yellowstone before. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I've never been far further east than the Grand Canyon. So this was an exceptional treat for me because as soon as you get into, well, we, we, pan- we passed through the Tetons, the Grand Tetons just south of, the Yellow- of Yellowstone into the park. And so you already get a majestic set of hills and, and valleys and wildlife just on the drive in through the south entrance. Yeah, and the long what, way. Yeah, and so once you get, on, get into uh, Yellowstone through the south entrance, it's like you enter a like almost like a movie set where every corner you turn is a new set, <laughs> like a, a new genre of movie. Because, I mean... Obviously, it's all great outdoors, but you 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 go it's straight, not, and it's nothing but but woods. You turn, you look to your right. There's a there's a perfect pristine meadow, and then you look to your left. There's a, a giant river, and then you you turn right again, and there's a giant mountain where that meadow would have been. And then you turn left, and the river's now above your head, and you're on a downgrade, and it's just it's this cool. Oh, and like, God forbid you find a hot spring or a prismatic pool or like. And those things you stumble upon, and geysers and bubbling. Oh, and the mud pots pots. it's such a cool place if you are a nature enthusiast or just a if you love beautiful things that the planet can produce i want to say that one giant area this is your place to be if you're not a nature enthusiast you will be this could make you one easily it is active nature it is by no it is dangerous yep it is like don't fall off the 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 path, or you will scald your foot off. Or There's God a- forbid, if you step through into a like a, so in the like the mud, the they're called the fountain paint pots, and they're basically like geysers, but they're so sulfuric that they're breaking down the rock around them, and they so turn it looks into like this mud. like it looks like mud, but it's like it's just decayed like it's acid rock. It's acid rock. It's sulfuric acid rock. It's awesome. There is there is a spot right off of the path where there's a very small like opening geyser one kind of starting and it's where a 
bison stepped through. So you could step off the, the trail and step into a boiling geyser and not know it's even down there. Yeah, you could be a, you could be a, you could be gored by a bison too. Oh, that's the other thing. We saw some angry bison. A week before, was it a week before or two weeks before we went? There was yeah, an like el- elderly woman who was standing too close, taking pictures of it, and got gored by a and bison she and died. died. Yeah. So this is it's no joke. This stuff is like right there on the road. We saw a fox. We saw elk. We saw. I didn't. We didn't see any bears. No. I wish we saw some bears, but not this time. Next time yeah. we go. Um, but did. I'm just so glad that we got the opportunity to go see that because I had never done it before. And I don't know if I ever will again, but I absolutely want oh, to. You will. I, I'll make sure of it. We'll make it happen. <laughs> I, I can't wait to go back. I don't. <laughs> see, we spent uh, two days. We spent like the last half of the first day mm-hmm. uh, in, in the park. And then we, we went. Did, we did Old, Old Faithful. Kind of the. I gave him the first taste of Yellowstone and said, here, let's get this crap over with. Yeah. Because Old Faithful is, it's fun. And, and anybody that's been to the park, and even now that you've been, you see why it's like. It's like the epicenter <sighs> where everybody goes because it's old. It's the Old Faithful. Right. Yeah. It's it's like it was a reliable, apparently it was reliable up until like, what, 1953 or something like that? Or like 1957. There was an earthquake that like opened up some new things so and changed. predictable. Yeah, it changed Old Faithful's geyser timing, like yeah. the. A little bit, but it's cool. It's really fun. It's a great spot. It's a great spot to grab some food, check out yeah. some souvenirs if the gift shops are open, which most of them were not. Um, you know, see the the lodge. The Yellowstone Lodge is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, and then go walk those trails. But you really, I mean, that's that's scratching the surface. It really is. I mean, I think the best way to do it, if you ever have the opportunity, is to get like an RV or mm-hmm. go camping. Yeah, and if you can set different campsites throughout the park. Spend like three to four days out Mm -hmm. in the park. I think that would give you ample amount of time to really take in all that the park has to offer. Um, But day two had the Grand Prismatic Pools. And I think that was my my favorite part too. Not just to photograph, which by the way, you're in for a treat with these these photos. Not just uh, because of the quality cameras we have, but we're pretty talented photographers (laughs) if I might say so myself. We got some great fucking it's, scenic photos it's out of easy this. to get some good photos out there yeah um but it felt like the color transferred really well Man. like it it really translated it really felt like that's really what it looked like in person um i can't i can't wait to share it with you all but it, there's uh, we also have some really great time lapse videos that we're going to we make did, a super cut of yeah we did a time lapse uh, like uh, fast action movie of all the footage of us driving. So the driving the, through Yellowstone, driving over the Tetons, driving through, through the Wind River Canyon, through Idaho, through Wyoming, through Utah. Yeah, through the Salt Flats. The Salt Flats. We went out and took a little drive around we the Salt gonna, Flats. I was asleep, and he just all of a sudden the car just pulls over and stops, and I sit up and I'm like, "Where are we?" He goes, "We're on the moon." <laughs> It's over just it. White it just says vastness. Bonneville. I was like, I didn't know we were going to see Bonneville. Yeah. Just <laughs> drove wide, out there. Wide open, white, just so weird. Oh, out that of this world me. sands. Have it's it's salt, right? Yeah. Did you know that there's canals? And they're I, like blue, bright blue. I didn't know that. I, they're like So we got to go further out they, there. Well, they run like around like the northern corner. Okay. And they, they, they warn you not to go in them cuz they might be hot. No, it's not even that they would be hot. It's like 
it's just not clean Nasty water. water. It's like it's like canal water kind of thing. Yeah. So, but, but people, it's bright blue. It is because it's, of the. It's bright blue, salt? just like the prismatic pools. Wow. But it's not as clear. It's just it's a little more briny, right? Okay. But it does. It looks like the prismatic pools are like a um, like a uh, hot spring yeah. kind of, but different. So speaking of hot springs, we after day two of Yellowstone, uh, which I will be sharing those photos with you in the next couple of days, but uh, we decided to take a take a detour, go through Cody, which we talked we about there. We stopped and ate dinner. We found a there. gift shop. We had a great uh, German uh, dinner there, mm-hmm. um, which was totally Cody's random but so delicious. Cody's so cute. Cody, Wyoming is so cute. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of Placerville a little kinda. bit. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's that kind of old school kind of... Old Hangtown type of thing. It's cute. It's <clears throat> so, so cute. We, we wanted to go, We like our one of our big goals was to go sit in a hot spring. Yeah. We wanted to go find some like natural hot spring to go chill out at, maybe get naked and just, mm-hmm. uh, you know, be one with nature, man. <laughs> and uh, so we ended up getting a nice, uh, we got a hotel room, which there's a funny story to this. This is funny. This is when things started to take a turn for the not so awesome. <laughs> it was It was late. <laughs> It was, we got into Thermopolis kind of late. It was like, what, 10 o'clock? Probably 10 or 11. Yeah, it something like that. And we were just ready to, to get into our room and get, get relaxed. And we knew we didn't know that this, this place had actually a hot spring in it. We knew that it was in the hot spring national, national park. park or right. state park. Right. And we knew that there was like some features we wanted to check out. But, um, but we real, but we didn't realize that there's actually a hot spring there, so we could just get in there and go to our room and then go down. To yeah, the, to no, the idea I had no idea. No idea. I just, I just picked the hotel that looked the cleanest and nicest. But, and but now you have the carrot at the end of the at the end of the rope here. Right. Like we knew there was a spa. We, we knew something good was here. It yeah. was coming, and yeah. so we walk into this hotel, and there's nobody at the desk, nobody around. They're open, obviously, but there's a printout on a, one of those displays, like a plastic display thing, and it, it says, if you are visiting from out of town and not on business, you are uh, required to self-quarantine for 14 days, and until those 14 days are up, you have to stay in place, you know, shelter in place. Yeah, type of thing. like it was very uh, kind of I, It was very official, very, very threatening. Like in, in my mind, being that I have to be back at work uh, to do the show yeah. the following Monday. This is last Thursday, Tuesday, last Wednesday. Wednesday, Tuesday. Yeah, this is uh, just a, almost a week ago. And uh, so I was not going to be stuck in Thermopolis for, <laughs> for 14 days. I you love know. that name, though, Thermopolis. I know. It's, it's so, like, futuristic, but kind of, like, cheesy. It's and, such a missed opportunity. And it smells just like it sounds, by the way, Thermopolis. It's, like, it's it nothing but sulfuric. Oh. Like, like you can t- take it in doses. So we get we and this was the one time like we grabbed some of our bags. We we're like, it's just fuck it. We'll yeah. just take what we can grab and we'll just go to bed. Like we were so tired. And so we, I see the sign and I see and I, I look at I, I look at Haley and I go, let's get out of here right now. Let's go. And so <laughs> and we, we kind of like hightail it back to the car. And, I'm, and we're like mentally preparing to sleep in the car at night. Right. We, and we had sleeping bags. Like it we was, were prepared. We were, we had we, planned on possibly sleeping in the car at some point anyway. So it was like, okay, fine. It's fine. It's whatever. We got our pillows. We got our sleeping go bags. find a Walmart. We we'll will. Yes. Park it up. We, and <laughs> sleep it off and we'll leave in the morning. Yes. So I thought, you know what? Let me call them because yeah. I, let's just call and see what their policy is. Because in our experience over the last, over that last week is that 
everybody seemed to be pretty lax. Yeah, it wasn't Nobody like... was enforcing these rules. Mm-mm. You got you had to wear a mask to get into certain locations, but for the most Almost part... Almost all of them. You could take them off. Yeah. And they didn't say anything. All right. So it was up to, you know, at your discretion. So I called the hotel, and the guy was super nice. And he was like, oh, no, it's just some sort of, you know, it's just bureaucratic thing that we just have to have up. You're fine. Yeah. I think he said something about that there was another out-of-towner that was staying the night there as well, and that there's just he, nothing to worry yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, and here's super the thing. Super nice guy. Is they're pass-through towns, so it's like you could be out visiting for, you know, family, which is allowed, and then need to stop. So right. they we could have we kind of had that like I think backup it keeps story the honest, just in case. Yeah, I but mean, I wanted to be honest. It keeps, but it also keeps the honest people honest. So right. if you're sick, you probably shouldn't check into the hotel. Right. You know. So anyway. that's what that's there for. So we we run out of the the hotel. Whoop. Oh my god. Sorry about that. That was uh, the cats just uh, knocking over a uh, cat door or dog door. It was one of the pet door like things. pet crate like the the fence things yeah, the fence. gates anyways anyway. <laughs> so we lucked out we yeah and excuse me we walk in water. and the guy's really chill he's really nice um you know we we get checked in and head up to our room which is really nice oh and, and we ask him what you know how late is the spa open because i can see that it looks different and, and he said, the spa's rocking all night long. He actually quote, said that. Yeah. He actually said, the spa's rocking all night. Yeah. So we, and, and it's fed by a natural spring. We so didn't we had, know. So we had a hot spring in our hotel that we had full access to all na- all time of the night. All to ourselves. All to ourselves. Nobody, nobody was, was there. there. Like Nobody was out there. So we go we go get up into our room, and our room is directly above <clears throat> the spa area. like Which was good and bad. It, it stank. Yeah, it smelled I like mean, sulfur. It, it really did. It smelled better inside than it did outside. They did a decent job of that. But like, if you took a deep breath, woo. <sighs> so, <laughs> but we did. We got to go sit in our hot spring and it was it felt cool. felt so good. It was like, imagine like the pool area and then like, you know how the, like they have the pool and then they have the spa set aside. Yeah. So like the spa up a like right up above the spa, like at ground level, there was another small pool where the spring was feeding in and then a little small waterfall yeah. that poured into the spa. Yep, the hot spring was just elevated just enough so that yeah, it would have that natural, natural runoff. And it was all, there was no chlorine. It was so hot. It was hot. all completely mineral totally water. Totally natural. Oh, it was perfect. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe this place existed. And we didn't even, it didn't even, I I don't know, it just didn't say anything about it on their fucking website. So. And I'm glad it didn't. It was a wonderful surprise. So we probably won't go back unless we absolutely needed to. But it was a really great stop for us, right? I, I loved it. I thought it was fun. Would you and go back again? I would. If how I was thinking about when we go back to do our thing, which we're getting next. We're getting to the, uh, we're getting to the, the meat uh, of the story. We're getting to the money shot. So if it's not too far, I would be very interested. Yeah. So this is uh, this is where we turned for like the big, oh, the big oh shit moment from our trip. Like I, mm, this is this is what tested me, and I recognized it. It it tested us both because I had to say something to you that I didn't like saying. We both had to like sit there and go, okay, pull it together, Brandon. (laughs) Not. Just, just, just keep it cool. Everything will be fine. We can lose our shit after we get things exactly. Let's, let's, like let's pr- situated. Yeah. So we can't lose our shit right now. After, we don't have the time. So the next morning, we, we leave. We leave Thermopolis and uh, we, we stop at this nice little diner and have a really good little breakfast. 
and um, we're driving along, and it's this part of Wyoming, uh, the south east to southwest of my Wyoming is pretty flat. There's really not a lot to look at. This is like, you know, people are complaining about North Nevada, Northern Nevada being boring. Oh, this is Southern this Wyoming is, so is, is really quite boring. But I think it's pretty because it's so open. And it was pretty to me because it was all new territory. And I just I just appreciate just being out on the open road. And it's it's a it's a form of meditation just to be out there on the road. Yeah. So uh, it's at one point we were uh, Getting on these county roads, which are, you know, all in on construction right now because they're all in the middle of nowhere and they're having to rebuild all these roads, which great. We got our our infrastructure is is uh, booming (laughs) in the on the county roads of Wyoming. Yeah. Uh, But uh, so anyways, my check engine light comes on on my vehicle. Yeah. And we're we're about three, three and a half hours into our drive to our next destination, which is uh, south. Uh, not Salt Lake City, but uh, Meadow Spring Hot Springs in South Utah. Utah. It's like Eastern, much more like Eastern, or sorry, Western Utah. Southwestern Utah. Yeah, so like basically we'd go there and then we would be almost on the border of Nevada. And it was been another 10 from hour that drive. Point, yeah, from that point, it was a 10 hour drive. We knew we could do it in a day. And this, if you just Google Meadow Hot Spring, it's, it's Don't one of Google the, Meadow Hot Spring. It's one of the most beautiful spots that you'll ever see. It's not easy to get to because it's in the middle of Utah. It is Utah, not easy to get to. You but, have to have a lot of time to do it. it but it's it's one of the coolest things. And, and that was like our, that was our goal. Yeah. And so, we figured last night, you know, on the road, we'll sit in the hot spring. We'll camp out. We'll yeah. sleep in our car maybe. Get was, a room if there is one. It was going to gonna be great. But then the check engine light comes on right in the middle of fucking Wyoming. And it so gives us a message that says... Uh, engine speed reduced. Yeah, so it's basically throttling my engine because right. something's wrong. And it goes into you safe get under, mode. You get into the Google cave, and you, know, I, you, you the learn that I had reception. I was on Google, going, "What the fuck is going on here?" You learn that it's safe mode, and you learn yep. that it could be caused by sensors, or it could be it anything could be from any... an O2 sensor to a cable to what was it though? The turbo. Which I mean, we have an SUV. It's not like. I have a ton of aftermarket parts, but Mm-mm. this is just one of those pieces in, in these new vehicles yeah. that helps you get up and go. And unfortunately, Unlike the rental, unfortunately, yeah, our <laughs> fucking rental is terrible, but we have, uh, we, we, so we, we were trying to figure out what was wrong and we didn't know it was the turbo at the time. Yeah. So we get closer to civilization. And, and for a good hour, because like, there was nothing we could do. And yeah. I was barely having reception. So like, when I had it, I got some answers, kind of. Yeah, so, but then I was like out of reception for like another 30 minutes. And, and in that hour, while, you were, while we were waiting, I was putting along. Everything was fine. There, yeah, was, it there felt really fine. wasn't no issues. It, it wasn't that, losing the, speed or anything. And until then, we hit a, a big grade yeah. that went up quite a bit. And there was a. Uh, a moment where the car was like, okay, I'm, I can't do this. It was basically mm-hmm. just putting along at 65 without it revving up past like five or yeah. six RPM. Uh, so uh, on the meter, I know it's 5,000, 6,000 RPM. Yeah, whatever. Shut but- up. Uh, so that was our, like my butt clenching moment. And that's, I think about the same time that you got on there and found out that there was a certified service center for our Seven vehicle. miles from where we were. Yeah. And, Couldn't believe it. And and so... And we, the next one was like Salt Lake City. Yeah. And that was like another hour and hour 20 minutes and outside 20 of 20 minutes from where we were. So, um, just to just to, to give, add a little dose of macabre into this. And we were rolling in at like 
3.30. It was like 3.30 in the afternoon. Just to, just to add a little uh, fun into the mix, we actually bought out the lease on this vehicle a week prior to this incident. Two, two weeks, weeks prior to this incident. Two weeks prior happening. to this. Like the, the ink wasn't even dry yet. And yeah. this thing, the, the turbo went out. We so, have not made the first loan payment on the car. Which, and we got like the mother of all warranties. So... So it's all covered, fortunately. Literally. And so we had to find this certified service center in order to take advantage of this warranty. Easy as pie. Couldn't believe it. We so lucky that it was right there. Yep. Seven minutes away from where we were. Yep. We pulled off. The the staff there, super nice, plugged in the machine. And the whole time I'm waiting in the waiting room, I'm like, oh, yeah, they'll just have to switch out a cable or they'll just have to put on. We were trying to be so hopeful. We were like, it's going to be so easy. It's going to be an O2 sensor. Just going to put on a new cap. Super simple. Like, what? Do I need a new gas cap? That's it, right? That's that's all I need. Something silly, right? Stupid. Because we just had the oil change, too. And then, and then. We had had it lubed up before the trip so like with everything this, seemed to be running just fine with this in mind yeah. and it's a you know it's basically a brand new vehicle it's yeah. only got it's got less than fifty thousand miles on it and yeah. this is what happens so we were sitting in the waiting room and i'm just thinking all those things like super simple it's gonna be right. easy but we're also kind of with the back of our head going well we well what might... happens if it's not and what do we do and like what are our next steps and then and dude comes in and he says well bad news and no, i think that both of our stomachs sunk right at that moment he kind of yeah did he say bad news so it's not good news yeah something he, like it not he not said great it's news. not great news yeah but but uh, so it's an easy fix ultimately it was the turbo whatever that looks like i have no fucking idea <laughs> the only thing i have a picture of is a uh, fuck the, the jet at the at the behind a <laughs> uh, on a jet engine or so something so here's the thing we're in Evanston, Wyoming. Evanston fucking Wyoming. Evanston fucking Wyoming. Which is actually a great, great town. Great little town. Could not be more appreciative of them right now. Like, so they many, took such good care of us. So many nice, wonderful people in that town. It's, at this point, after the diagnostic and sitting there for a few minutes, gathering our thoughts, figuring out what we're going to do, he was like, I can clear the code, but it's going to happen immediately. And like, he said, as I can reset it. As soon as get on the freeway, it's going to go off But as again. soon as you get on the, on the off ramp, it's going to just, it's going to shut down on you. Like, or it might not, but if it does, which I guarantee it will, like we'd be losing our engine. Like it, we would have been fucked. Yeah. So, so we, we had a decision to make because it was, this was Friday. No, this was Thursday. This was Thursday. We were supposed to be home. Friday. Friday. So we and had, we weren't supposed to be stopping in Evanston, Wyoming. We would have been driving through and stopping almost in Nevada. So we were a whole state behind. So we uh, were also told that the, the 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 worst news was that the part wouldn't be available until the following Tuesday. Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. And, and he checked Every surrounding area and... And this place just happens to be in the middle of nowhere where parts are far apart. They only have one rental car in the entire town. Which had just been rented out an hour hour before before we showed up. And... There is no lift. There's no door debt. Like there's, there's none no of cabs. these creature. There's no cab services. In fact, we had got so this. So long story, uh, kind we of short. We have to get to Salt Lake City. <clears throat> the, We're in Evanston. It's an hour and a half drive. So no, no, wait, hold on, back it up. So we find out the turbo's out. Yeah, we we, we, we ha- hold on. Turbo's out. Not going to be there till Tuesday. 
we need to figure out how to get home tomorrow the next day and so we have to find so we have to find a rental car and so we're calling all these places that Mm -hmm. are local i have an hour to call them because they all close at like 6 p.m and we're some of them five five. so i call some and most one of them just never answered another one in the area said yeah we just rented out our only car oh and it was the only one that was able to pick us up it was right, going to be like a $75 charge. We were like, totally fine with that. Just come get we us. We'll get book out. it. And then he goes, oh, sorry. We just booked our last car. So at the and so on the, the heel of that, we actually got a, an, I, th- I feel like an, a guardian angel passed on this information to us. When we checked into our hotel, I was pacing outside uh, because. We, Mind you, we had to book a hotel in the midst of taking the car, like we, we had needed to, a place to stay. Everything we needed happened to tr- in a matter of like 30 minutes. We needed to have set up a home base so yeah. that we can have a headquarters so we can figure out, okay, where are we going to go? Cause we're not going to be, you know, out on the streets tonight. Right. So we ended up, uh, you ended up talking to the, the, the desk front desk person. They gave you this card for, I just said, Jack, Jackalope. Joshua from Jackalope taxi and delivery yeah. in Evanston, Wyoming. And he is the town lift taxi delivery guy, Grubhub, DoorDash. He's Postmates, all of them. He's everything. He does everything. And it's, it's a great job. It's a great job to have in a town that doesn't have any of those services. Yeah. And he doesn't have to give any cut to any of those other guys, the middlemen. And he's he's quick to answer his phone. He was just fantastic. So I walk in to great check us in. <laughs> great fucking guy. Uh, I walk us in to check into the hotel. And I just, I looked at the guy and I just was almost like totally defeated. And I said... So we're traveling through, we're trying to get home to California. Our brand new car, Turbo, just went out. I can't find a rental closest to Salt Lake City. How do I get there? And he just was like almost beside himself excited to hand me this business card. He was like, oh, I got it. Yeah. Runs. He gives me this silver card, Jackalope. Taxi, taxi delivery. Taxi delivery services. I gave that guy a call in a matter of minutes. And he was like, I can take you tonight. And then, like, texted me a little, he, little bit later, and I said, you, you know, we didn't have the rental car available until s- the next day anyway. We couldn't get one that night. We just figured we were just here. We out. just booked it. I, so I just said, tomorrow's better anyway. But he he then texted me and said, oh, I forgot. I actually have some something booked tonight anyway. So he But he picked us up from the dealership where we dropped the car off the next morning promptly mm-hmm. at 10 a.m., we got in the car. It was smooth sailing all the way to Salt Lake City. We were at Salt Lake City the half hour before our time. That we yeah, we were to be. running a half hour early, which is the first time we actually were running early on this trip. We and, were like average running three hours late. <laughs> and the dude is a, 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 a avid uh, aftershock festival. He comes grower. out to aftershock with his family every year from Wyoming. And those, this last time last year, they took the train from uh, he Salt said Lake they City. He gamed it all the way. It was only like eight hour drive. What a great way to do it. Or eight hour train ride. But it was a small world because, yeah. you know, aftershock rockers, it was really cool. I and thought that's, it was funny. We talked about music and concerts the whole way, whole way to Salt Lake. And it was, was just an a easy really, ride. Really cool dude. He's a uh, former oil field worker. Yeah, he worked in it for like 20 years. He's got a, got a bunch of kids that are grown but still live with them because of the whole yeah. college situation. <laughs> they were like in college. Right now. He's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, but he's really, really Animal great lover. salt of the earth type of guy. And that's, that's exactly what we experienced in yeah. almost every single person Super we met helpful. while we were in Evanston fucking wyoming yeah um so yeah so we got to uh so long story long um 
It was we, stomach we have, turning leaving our car behind. Yeah, so we have to go back at some point. Yeah, we have soon. To, we have to go back and when pick up our car fixed. when it's fixed, when the parts and drop the, off a rental. Now we know it, the, the parts coming in. Yeah, and we know that it's being covered. Yeah, but it, we don't like, know warranty. Even he like walked out. He was like, it's still covered. It wasn't even covered under like our warranty we paid for. It was covered under like manufacturer yeah. warranty. Like. It's not... So we know it's getting taken care of. We know it's all under the warranty, but we don't know... We don't know if they're pulling a Ferris Bueller and just joyriding with that thing all around Wyoming. They have... We don't know that. Why? (laughs) In our 2018 Chevy Equinox. Hey. Yeah, super joyride car with a top rack. Hey, with a brand new turbo? It could be fun. Yeah. I'm sure they have access to better vehicles, babe. I know. I'm I'm just fucking around. Anyway, um, so yeah, that that's ultimately like the cherry on the cake for for our trip. We we ultimately had to drive a rental car all the way back out here from Salt Lake City. We're currently driving. Yeah, this, is, but it's it's like our it's staying in a, it's staying in the parking lot. I have a, a beat up uh, little car that we're using. It's as not a that bad. It's just an older. It's just car. An old it's, car. It's just our it's our whatever car. It's it's, it's, it's paid for. And it's, it is. And it's, it's totally paid for. It just it's, it's perfect. It, it's but, perfect for this situation because we don't want the dog hair and the crap in the rental because I don't want to get charged two hundred and fifty dollars for Opie's hair. And before you write, I know we could have taken like a one way flight uh, back out there. We had a lot of stuff, but we had and a ton. We didn't well, so do- not not back here, not yeah. back home. Oh yeah. But like if we did a one way trip with the car, it would have been more expensive than yeah. it would to do a round trip. So we're just gonna put the mileage on the car and just do another trip out there and drive our car back i mean it's just it was just the simpler more feasible option at the time it just made more sense we had to get home and there wasn't a way for us to get on a train or a plane at that time or an automobile or so our next best choice was honestly (laughs) this literally was like a a modern day almost real life planes planes trains and automobiles it really was it was like the universe was like cell phones this would have been me walking to pay phones and calling people exactly and share selling shower curtain rings yeah (laughs) earrings Luckily, we were okay in the financial department. Well, we, <laughs> we saved. Have, we, we, we saved for this. I prepared. For this particular reason, for, you know, yeah. that rainy time. And, you know, I'm we grateful keep, that we were smart and planned ahead. We keep that. ourselves at a state where I've always wanted to maintain we would be able to buy a plane ticket home if we had to. It's just that we couldn't get to a plane. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, yeah, a train and that was, and that we was the other thing get anywhere we didn't want to risk going through an airport yeah we didn't want to get through the at, travel in another state like yeah. we didn't know what the if they were going to actually look at that sign that we had at the hotel in thermopolis and actually adhere to it yeah and, and make us stick to it and brandon had this whole license thing where he had his like extension paper with him but it had already caused us so much trouble before we yeah. were like gun shy so we just felt like it was just better to just stay in our zone, not go through the public transit system whatsoever and stay safer that way. Like it just didn't, it sounded, I know people probably be like, well, you just get on a train or just get on the plane, but I don't want to get it. And I am immunocompromised and we have to play it very careful. So yeah, we wore gloves and we wear masks. And there were a lot of times at Yellowstone outside, we were wearing masks because was, people were right there on the boardwalk. It was crowded. 
So, which actually brief. it helped because it was really stinky in some areas. Exactly. So it was like <laughs> a block from all the sulfur. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I think that uh, obviously patience was the virtue yeah. from the trip. And I and just to go back to that moment that we snapped, it's when we finally checked into the hotel room and we still didn't have a car. We still didn't have a ride lined up. And both of us were like tag teaming uh, car rental sites. And as we were progressively like figuring out, well, when are we going to do this? We're the prices try- were going up. By the minute. So we had like ultimately just be like, okay, just do it. And and there was a moment where I was like freaking out and I was yeah, just mad. I finally and got she us just a- had to snap and be like, you know what? We can't be upset right now. We just have to focus on the job at hand and then buy the, and then we can be upset. Uh, yeah, I think I said. I can't handle both things I at once. I can't handle having to deal with your attitude and finding a rental car. So sit down, shut up. <laughs> Yeah, put me in my place. And he, you know, he really did. I, I said what I needed. I had to stick up for myself because it was like, <laughs> well, I was stressing here and I was stressing here. And he just stopped and he goes, you know what? You're right. I'm sorry. And now and, in retrospect. And we were hangry. Oh, we were so hangry. And we were dealing. We're tired. We were standing there going. At that moment, we didn't have a rental car and we didn't know for sure what was happening in the next move. So it was like, but once things happened, once I got the rental car and I told the driver, like I had the driver first. And when I told him, like, we had the rental car, then we could sit back and go, okay, now okay, we just can get a vehicle. Now let's process it. Like, yeah. now the only anxiety we had was making sure the guy showed up in the morning, which was like a huge anxiety for me. And so you don't have the app to be like, oh, he's uh, two minutes away. No, I had a text phone number. Like, old school. I, you know, it very much like, whoa, okay, this is really letting go of control. Mm-hmm. I ha- I was at the mercy of other people Which completely. Which is weird because, like, we're so trained now to trust in these creature comforts that we mm-hmm. have and not, and not having that ability to let go because it's just such a – it's such an instant gratification thing. Like, yeah. Almost like we've been trained to believe that instant gratification is the way – of life but and it's it not really, it really is not it's really not and so. in fact when we slowed down we ended up having more beneficial experiences than we did rushing freaking out mm-hmm. being anxious and i think that my ultimate like freak out at the hotel room after like when we were trying to figure out the whole rental car thing and the ride was that everything accumulated mm-hmm. you know like from the motorcycle ride from you know just the various little hiccups which were mm-hmm. very few very few but i also think there was a tension in in the in, in just society that right now that traveling through state to state almost feels illegal like it, does. it, it almost felt like we were in the Forbidden. wild west like we were in the, like we were outlaws we yeah. were supposed to be but doing we that. weren't i know but it that's but that's now I guess becoming some sort of like narrative and that's being mm-hmm. ingrained because you know restrictions and yeah. COVID and distance and yep. separate and don't you know now now we have this perspective that the I feel like the general population for the most part just wants to live their life and have fun yeah. and does exercise for the most part common sense. Unfortunately, yeah. I think that I think that there's things that are being Uh, taken advantage of and blown completely out of proportion for political reasons and you know I'm not trying to get all I'm really not trying to get all serious here for the end of this episode but I just want everybody to understand that there is a lot of good in this country 
uh, in this world to be thankful for and to be to look forward to. It's, it might not feel like that in the moment right now. Like it might feel so bad and suck so bad. Everything is so hard right now. But I promise you it's worth it. it it's will, worth it to keep going. It's worth it to keep fighting. It's worth it to keep trying because this country is totally worth it. It's okay to not be okay. But at the same time, there there is some good to mm-hmm. look forward to. I it's, promise. It's okay to be angry at your leadership right now, but don't sit in it too long because... You'll just start being bitter and, and have an attitude and being pissy and nobody needs that. Look, anger is the, is the sign that something needs to change. And if, you, if it needs to change, you either do something about it. If you can't change it. If you, we call it this acing it. Accept, Ace. change, eliminate. If you can't accept it, can you change it? Or can you eliminate it? It's just, you just kind of have to go through that. It's process. temporary. Yeah. You know, this is all temporary. We promise it's all going to be temporary. And it's just another helpful hint from what I learned from not having access to technology, being on the road and for the most part, not having connectivity. Like I even pulled, mm-hmm. picked up my phone and for the most part, the, a lot of the time, no service, we had no service, which was another blessing in disguise because mm-hmm. there was times where I was like, oh, getting a little anxious. Like, I got to find out if, you know, the, the studio's on fire or whatever the case may be. But I let go. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have the constant headlines popping up on my phone of, mm-hmm. of what so-and-so did or, you know, yeah. what the Democrats or the Republicans well, did. When or, we went camping is when they started to do the second wave of, of shutdowns. And we didn't know we until didn't we know. got back. We didn't know. We get back and I get all these messages and people are like, you got to call me, like, what's going on? And I'm like, yeah. by the way, and we're like, what? Yeah. Like, so. So it's, it's just, it's good to, I think I said this in the beginning here, is that it's good to escape from it, but it's also not a good idea to be, ignorant to everything and just yeah. you know put your head in the sand educate or wallow yourself in it. or wallow all those negative things that you can do because it's easier yeah isn't the healthier choice and i and i, I just i'm i'm grateful that we were able to uh experience all this and hopefully i pres- we presented it in a way that made you kind of feel like you were along for the ride um but it was a very eye-opening humbling uh and gratifying experience and I think that's going to do it for us today, unless you have anything else you want to add no. about our trip. I can't wait to take you back. I look forward to going back to Yellowstone. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, if you uh, – oh, before we go, I do have an announcement because we are doing another collaboration with Brando and the Prodheads. Oh, yeah. I did make this announcement on the Rad Podcast group. Uh, but if you don't know, we're going to be doing a cover of uh, A Wonderful uh, wonderful World, uh, the, the Izzy a ukulele song. I can't pronounce his Over last the name. Over the Rainbow. Thank you. Um, and we're going to do Don't Bring Me Down by Electric Light Orchestra. <laughs> so if you don't... Who's Bruce? <laughs> Bruce. <laughs> so uh, if you are familiar with those songs and or you are a musician, singer, artist, performer, any of, the li- any of those sorts, um, and if you've seen, if you've been a part of any of our collaborations before, you're absolutely welcome to join in again. Uh, very talented group, and I, I have a lot of fun doing this with you guys. Um, so how it works is I'll send you all the specifics if you email me first. I got to get your address. I got to be able to contact you first. So email me at rad at radradradio.com. 
uh, put in the subject line uh, song collaboration or prod heads or whatever it might might be. Just get my attention. Let, let me know you were interested. Uh, if you're a singer, if you're a, a drummer, if you're a bass player, guitar player, percussionist, uh, classical musicians. We've had some. Uh, tr- uh, we've had some French horns and we've had oboes and clarinets and. Uh, we've had uh, a vast r- variety of, of performers, including Harry, maybe, Harry the dog. Maybe I'll play a kalimba for you. Ah, the kalimba, the, the thumb, thumb piano. piano. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. See, if you can play a kalimba. Some, like a little over the rainbow hook for you. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Um, so if you want to contribute to any one of these or both of these songs, um, when I get to the point uh, where I've gotten everybody to... Uh, that wants to be involved, I'll email you all the specifics, the the backing track that we're going to use, because we all got to be on the same time. So we'll play along with a certain track, your version of whatever instrument or performance you do. And then I'll mash it all together. I'll tell you how to send me the MP3 or the video or whatever it may be. Um, and it will turn into something wonderful. I'm sure it will. A lot of wiggle room with uh, Over the Rainbow for creativity um, and a lot of fun can be had with don't bring me down by ELO. Um, So there's really no timeline on this. I'm not going to set a set deadline on this for right now because there's a lot going on. Oh, Oh. it's the vet. I'm going to close this out while she calls, she answers the vet phone. Hello. Uh, So uh, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the rad podcast. I really appreciate uh, the time that you have given me to get my head right. Um, I really want to, again, Uh, Pass on my condolences to uh, Dawn and her husband, Gary, for the loss of Gary's uh, mother. And uh, I just want to thank my team and my friends and my family and everybody who has helped me uh, get to where I am today. And uh, I look forward to keep going. And this can't wait to this music project. Let's make it happen. We'll make it happen. Uh, Namaste, bitches. The Rad 